Good morning. It is Tuesday. In two days, we'll have Thanksgiving. So it's November 23rd of 2021. And uh, here we are again. We're still in Arizona. We're in a town called Eloy, Arizona. And yesterday we had a good day just homeschooling again and get, getting back into uh, full routine because I have my computer back and I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm also glad that Kate is not. Kate is not what? Happy. Because she got her computer. Well, half happy. Because she got her computer back. Happy that she got her computer back, but not happy that we can do school now. Hmm. Well, there you have it, folks. That's the truth for Cade. I'm praying that he will change his attitude about school. I'm also uh, fasting with two girlfriends of mine, and we're all pressing into the Lord for various, uh, various things. God, I thank you, Jesus. We sit at your presence this morning. We just breathe in your goodness. We know that you're near us. We treasure you in every way. God, we count on you for all your answers. Lord Jesus, you're true and you're good and your word is final and you're for us, not against us. I thank you for the healing in our family and we continue to command our bodies to heal in the name of Jesus Christ. We command infirmity to leave now by the power of the name of Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit. Our bodies are healing and declared healed. We thank you for your abundance, God. And we just enter your court with thanksgiving and praise. We bring every prayer and supplication to your feet, God. We exalt your name. You're above every other name. God, you're our provider and you're with us. And I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. You're a good, good God. We thank you, Jesus. You know, um, Lord, what's on our hearts and our, our minds. So we don't have to give you an account of every single thing. But I am going to petition that my siblings would come to know you as their Lord and Savior, God. That they declare you their Messiah. I thank this one this one. I don't know how you want it, Luke. Put my sword on. Sword on. Put sword my on. Like this? This, yeah. Like that? Black. Like this? Yeah. Okay. There Thanks. you go. Thanks. You're welcome. I thank you, Jesus, that um, you have given Luke such a brilliant mind. And I ask you to shape his heart, Jesus. I thank you for each of my children. I ask that you would make them friends with each other. I ask that you would put love for each other that goes down deep in their hearts. And that they would mature quickly in that regard. That they would put aside selfishness and be selfless towards each other, Lord Jesus. I ask that you would make my boys strong warriors, defenders of the kingdom.
um, leaders of their family, leaders of the home, leaders for their spouses and their future children, that they would be proactive and not reactive, but God, that they would um, fuse the word into their families ahead of time, that they would know the importance of, of um, putting the word in their families. And Lord Jesus, I pray for hope and any future daughters that you would make them amazing warriors um, and, and help meets to their husbands. God, that they would um, provide for their spouses something that their spouses are missing, Lord Jesus, that um, you have this future and, and destiny in my children, that is, to take up a legacy and a heritage that they inherit from you and also is passed from us. God, we pass down every blessing from us and we tear off every curse as we pass these things down to them in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, God, that you would establish us. Lord Jesus, we pray that you establish us in the heavenlies, God. That we would um, uh, be working for treasures in heaven and not for treasures on earth. That we would have a pure heart. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would protect my children from sin. That they would watch what goes into their eyes, ears, and comes out of their mouths, God. That you would make my children discerning, Jesus. And that you would give them um, a prophetic gifting so that they can hear your voice and speak your truth among among the nations and among their friends, God. That the truth would be known through them. Lord Jesus, I ask that you make them lovers of the truth. That they would be unwilling to tell a lie. That they would say, your truth sets me free and that your truth is more important than their short-term gains. I thank you, God, that you would make my children to see in a long-distance way. That they can see long and far ahead of them. And also bring that down to the um, right now. to So that you make them both strategic and tactical. And um, I ask you to unlock secrets about technology to my husband and about the way that people work to my husband and help make him effective in his career. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would um, provide income for him and that you would increase his territory, God, that he would be um, protected from having to get a COVID vaccine and um, highly valued at his his job. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would make him... Um, irreplaceable there and that he would be able to continue to work remotely lord i ask that um, you would bless us and anoint us with oil that we would hear and obey you first and foremost i also ask for the provision of a home like a brick and mortar home god that we would know where you want us that it would be clear that the direction would be clear where you're leading us and we would go willingly lord god i also pray for freedom for each of my children um, from from any sin, especially from rejection. I tear rejection off every single one of my children. Lord Jesus, would you build them in bold confidence uh, for the things that you want, the things that you love, the things that, the way that you say we should go. God, teach us those things. All right, so um, I pray for justice for my friends, both sides of my friends, the Jennings and the Colanchos. I pray for help for our marriages, God. I pray for help for um, the various people that tell me about their marriage struggles. Lord Jesus, I ask for compassion for um, Erica's family and the loss of their daddy. 
I just know how that feels, and it's a it's an awful feeling. Um, God, I ask that you would give us more stability and help us to be good stewards of what you have given to us, God. Thank you, God, that you're showing us what really matters. Lord God, give us wisdom about raising these children. Give us wisdom about how to do Christmas. God, uh, we, we are looking for your help, Lord God. We are looking for your help, and I thank you, Jesus, for the ways that you truly help us. Amen. Okay, Psalm 140. Rescue me, O Lord, from evil men. Protect me from men of violence who devise evil plans in their hearts and stir up war every day. They make their tongues as sharp as a serpent's poison. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Selah. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Protect me from men of violence who plan to trip my feet. Proud men have hidden a snare for me. They have spread out the cords of their net and have set traps for me along my path. Selah. O Lord, I say to you, you are my God. Hear, O Lord, my cry for mercy. O sovereign Lord, my strong deliverer who shields my head in the day of battle. Do not grant the wicked their desires, O Lord. Do not let their plans succeed or they will become proud. Selah. Let the heads of those surround me be covered with the trouble their lips have caused. Let burning coals fall upon them. May they be thrown into the fire, into miry pits, never to rise. Let sanders not be established in the land. May disaster hunt down men of violence. I know that the Lord secures justice for the poor and upholds the cause of the needy. Surely the righteous will praise your name and the upright will live before you. Amen. What can I do? Psalm 140. Okay. Then I'm going to go to Matthew. 25. 31 to 46. That was the end. So now we're in Matthew 26. Luke, don't throw it, baby. Luke. What? Don't do that with the Legos, please. Don't throw it, sweetie. Matthew 26. Are you listening, boys? Yeah. This is the plot against Jesus. When Jesus had finished saying all these things, he said to his disciples, as you know, the Passover is two days away, and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people assembled in the palace of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and they plotted to arrest Jesus in some sly way and kill him. But not during the feast, they said, or there may be a riot among the people. Hope you're not doing good listening. Be quiet. Hope, open your ears. Okay. Cade, try to be quiet. While Jesus was in Bethany in the home of a man known as Simon the leper. You remember when Jesus went to his house? This man, he was an outcast from society. Jesus went to go eat in his home. Do you remember that? He was a leper? Simon was the leper. A woman came to him, so he was considered unclean. And Jesus sat with him. Do you know why? Because uh, Jesus makes things clean. Things are not unclean to Jesus. Jesus makes things clean. Mike, you took way too much syrup, okay? 
Huh? Yeah, but when I looked at your plate, I knew you took too much syrup. Okay? All right. So, when when Jesus is there, things that are unclean can become clean with his help. That's why he could go there. So, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume, which she poured on his head as he was reclining at the table. When the disciples saw this, Luke stopped. Stop. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. Okay, get me the spanky stick. Luke, get me the spanky stick. If you do that again with the Legos, I'm going to give you a spanking. Thank you for getting that. Okay. Okay. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. Why this waste, they asked. This perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you bothering this woman? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you, but she will not always have me. When she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. I tell you the truth, wherever... This gospel is preached throughout the world. What she has done will also be told in memory of her. Do you remember that? Yeah. What did I say? I couldn't hear you because of hope. Well, you just said you remembered it, didn't you? No, she did not. Hope. Silly hope. What was I just telling you about? Um, you were telling us about the, the um, perfume, Jesus, the... You got it. Okay. Why did she do that? Because she loves him. She loves him. And what did Jesus say? Let her do it. Because why? Because he loves her. She was preparing what? What did Jesus know that she was doing that the disciples didn't understand? Preparing him for burial. That's right. You both can put a point on the board. The prince, the Levites, the priests. This is Ezekiel 44. Then the man... No, don't do that. Don't do that. Thank you. Then the man brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary, the one facing east, and it was shut. The pens are above the map. Don't get them above it. Those are Sharpies, and they'll, they're permanent. They'll cause a problem. They're above the map. There you go. Put two points up there. Okay. So this is Ezekiel 44. Then the man brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary, the one facing east, and it was shut. The Lord said to me, this gate is to remain shut. It must not be opened. No one may enter through it. It is to remain shut because the Lord, the God of Israel, has entered through it. The prince himself is the only one who may sit inside the gateway to eat in the presence of the Lord. He is to enter by the way of the portico on the gateway and go out the same way. Then the man brought me by way of the north gate to the front of the temple. I looked and saw the glory of the Lord filling the temple. The glory of the Lord filling the temple of the Lord and I fell face down. 
The Lord said to me, Son of man, look carefully, listen closely, and give attention to everything I tell you concerning all the regulations regarding the temple of the Lord. Give attention to the entrance of the temple and all the exits of the sanctuary. Say to the rebellious house of Israel, This is what the sovereign Lord says, Enough of your detestable practices, O house of Israel. In addition to all your other detestable practices, you brought foreigners uncircumcised in heart and flesh into my sanctuary, desecrating my temple while you offered me food, fat and blood, and you broke my covenant. Instead of carrying out your duty in regard to my holy things, you put others in charge of my sanctuary. This is kind of like if you let a demon be in charge of your heart. You let other people be in charge of the Lord's sanctuary. Your body is the Lord's sanctuary. And he's a jealous God. So you got to only let God in there. This is what the sovereign Lord says. No foreigner, uncircumcised in heart and flesh, is to enter my sanctuary, not even the foreigners who live among the Israelites. The Levites who went far from me, okay, do better listening. When Israel went astray and who wandered from me after their idols must bear the consequences of their sin. They may serve in my sanctuary, having charge of the gates of the temple and serving in it. They may slaughter the burnt offerings and sacrifices for the people. That means don't drop the blocks because you're making noise. Can you do quiet? Okay, thank you. And stand before me and serve them. But because they serve them in the presence of their idols and made the house of Israel fall to sin, therefore I have sworn with uplifted hand that they must bear the consequences of their sin, declares the Lord, the sovereign Lord. When the Lord swears with uplifted hands, he means that he's making a promise. And the promise in this case is that um, the Levites were given a punishment. He said in verse 13, they're not to come near to serve me as priests or come near any of my holy things or my most holy things. They must bear the shame of their detestable practices. Yet I will put them in charge of the duties of the temple and all the work that is to be done in it. Do you understand what happened? Yeah. What happened? Um, that the Levites. The Levites were... What happened? I can't remember. Did they fully obey the Lord? No. They didn't. So what was the consequence? They couldn't get near the Lord. But he did put them in charge of the duties of the temple, but he wouldn't let them near him. They couldn't serve the Lord directly. It was major, yes. Yep. 